You're listening to the Dreamer in the Details podcast with me, Dylan Ferlano. I'm an entrepreneur, photographer, and your biggest cheerleader along this journey. I'll be here with some of my favorite bloggers, influencers, business owners, and more to help you dream bigger and get all of the details on how to make those dreams come true. Think of this as your personal invitation to our group chat. We're so excited to have you. Welcome back to another episode of The Dreamer in the Details. Thank you so much for listening with us today. So today on the podcast, we have Zaina. Zaina was my very first fashion blogger influencer client. Well, she wasn't even really a client. We did sort of a trade where I needed portfolio images and she was looking to potentially try out working with a photographer. And we get into the whole story in the podcast, but Zaina has just been the biggest cheerleader for me. She has helped me every step of the way in terms of learning what bloggers and influencers are looking for, how to work with them, and we've really just become great friends. And she also has just the most bubbly, fun personality. She's always making me laugh. And I'm just so excited for you to get to hear what she has to say. We go through our whole history together, and she talks through a lot of tangible tips and tricks for those of you out there who are bloggers or influencers and are looking to really efficiently work with photographers. She talks about how she plans outfits, how she puts them together, both in her head and in the millions of tote bags she always has with her. So she's really a great resource if you're looking to up your efficiency game. And also she's just a great person. So I hope you enjoy the podcast and learn something new today. So today on the podcast, we have Zaina. Hi, Z. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm so excited to have you. So we're calling Z a blogger on pause right now because the Chic Chemist, which is her blog and Instagram and all that, has been on pause while she's going to school getting her doctorate, right, Z? Yes, doctor of engineering right now. Amazing, amazing. So we're so happy for her, and we're hoping that that will come back soon. But the reason that Z is on the podcast today is because she was my very first fashion blogger client. So we got to go all the way back. We just went through our Instagram grid and found the post from August 2019. We had gone to a networking event a little bit before that, and we had decided we were going to collab. I needed portfolio photos. Z was shooting her kind of fall winter content. So we get together and she shows up with, I swear, like two to three tote bags full of clothes. My girl was ready to crank out the outfits and the content like nobody's business. And she was really the first person who showed me what was possible if we did some pre-planning. Well, really, she did the pre-planning that day, not me. (laughs) Uh, But what was possible with that pre-planning and how much content and how many outfits and everything that you could really do in a session if you kind of pushed and planned. So Z is going to share with us all of her secrets today, and I'm so excited to share this all with you. So Z, can you talk us through how you would go about starting to plan 
outfits and content for a shoot like that? Yeah, so it's a really good idea to go in to anything like this with a vision, but um, a vision that you can actually execute in public, number one, um, and number two in a short period of time. So the idea for the very first shoot we did at Longwood Gardens was a capsule wardrobe. So I was able to break down what I thought was the most important pieces for people to have in their closets. And with that thought in mind, put outfits together. So everybody needs a pair of jeans. Great. Well, you can take a pair of jeans and you can match that with so many pieces. Okay. So you show up in your jeans and you show up in a base layer. And now all you have to do is change out your top. Oh my gosh. Perfect. That's easy peasy. Um, And then you can switch out your pants and have the top that you ended on with the jeans. And now you go back and forth with a new pair of pants. Same thing with shoes. And you kind of have to put it all together and map it out in your mind in what is going to be your starting base to what your like finishing is. Um, And that'll kind of walk through what the easiest thing is um so it kind of goes back to like what you feel like so another shoot we did um was more wintry holiday and so for that one we were lucky enough that we had a restroom and I was able to change but um if you didn't have that super simple again you just go back to the base layers and you figure out what can you put on underneath everything that you can go in and out of pretty quickly I hope that like kind of makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does. You also, I feel like have, do you have a trick with how you put things into your bag? Like how do you determine sort of the order of what goes in the bag, where it goes? Cause you always show up with multiple bags, but somehow always know what's in them and where everything you want is. <laughs> where it, um, it's called organized chaos um, to be very honest and frank. Um, but oh, I always put, um, like the heaviest items on the bottom, um, like boots and sneakers, things like that always go at the bottom. Sandals, you could put right on the top. Those are easy to like get in and out of. Um, jackets, put on the top because usually those are going to be your topper pieces. Um, so you're going to want to be able to throw those on, take them on, throw, take off, stuff like that. Um, in the middle of a bag, you're going to want your your tops and your bottoms. So realistically, whatever, um, like t-shirts, button downs, things like that, you're going to want to be able to grab those quickly because obviously you don't want to be exposing yourself to the public. Or even if you're in a bathroom, like you still don't want to have to be like undressed for too long. Um, so it's really topper pieces and accessories at the top. Then you have your tops and bottoms kind of in the middle and then your shoes at the bottom. So if you were to walk into a bathroom, you could literally take out the top two layers and now you've got all of your outfits and then your shoes that you just throw on and off pretty quickly. Speaking of shoes, we definitely had an incident one time, I feel like where we almost lost a shoe in the bathroom of a very fancy mansion. Am I right? Yes. Am I remembering yes. that? It was, I think it was a sneaker. I want to say I um, left one of my sneak, one of the white sneakers that I was, I had brought with us in the bathroom. And I was like, Oh my God, there's outfits that I need that sneaker for. And I mean, luckily we did go back and find it, but 
Um, yeah, it definitely was missing for a period of time. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we were ended up walking the grounds for like a short period thinking that it had fallen out of the tote bag, only to then once we were starting to panic a little bit, realize that the bathroom was most likely the yep. actual culprit. That <laughs> was the culprit. And it was part of the problem was that I was a little unorganized and didn't have everything exactly where I was supposed to put it and always put things back in your bag. If, you, if you're going to be like me, you're going to lose stuff. So if you take it off, it goes right back in the bag. That way everything comes with you in one sitting. Like you don't have to worry about where everything is. And I think too, right, you sort your stuff. So like about halfway through the shoot, we end up being able to put a bag away, right? We sort of lose weight as we go because we'll put a bag away or in the car or wherever it can safely sit, right? Yep. So the goal is to, if you plan it properly, you'll have, you'll, have all of your let's say your if you have two bags your jackets and stuff are going to be on top so you'll go through all of that right away if you're going through outfits um that you're gonna need those for so you'll have those those are easy to bring with you wherever you need to go but then the next layers are your tops and your bottoms so once you finish certain sections of tops and bottoms you're done like you can get rid of that stuff and if you only plan on using a certain number of shoes for certain outfits done get those out of the way so that you could do the reusable items um, as soon as possible, um, and, and get rid of the dead weight. It is so nice when you're just down to one bag, because I remember our first shoot at, um, was Longwood Gardens and we, right. I think we were walking around, um, just picking different spots and, um, it was, we had these bags for so long, for so, so long. And they were heavy. Oh, they were so heavy. Um, but the next time we did it, we were able to drop things off as we finished, which was super, super nice. The other thing I will say, if you plan on shooting in heels, make sure that you have a change of shoes at the top. You don't need to walk everywhere in your heels. It's just unnecessary. We all know it's just for the picture. So You're so right. It also, I feel like people don't underestimate that if you're walking around in heels, we're like losing time. And this is about efficiency and you getting as many outfits and as much content out of the shoot as possible. So like moving from spot to spot ends up being more important, I think, than sometimes people realize. So definitely, Mm -hmm. yeah, pack the sneakers, pack the sandals, toss the heels in the bag and like we can keep moving and keep going to it. Like keep going. Bring like if you're going to have like your walking shoes, like bring slippers that you can just slide your feet right into and get to it and you'll get so much more done. Um, I remember doing another shoot. Um, it was with a different photographer, but it was all outside also no access to any bathrooms. And so it was the same thing. I wanted to like change in and out of stuff. Um, and I, the trick that I found is if you're going to have, if you're going to end up in bottoms, the goal and you have like, let's say you have dresses and stuff first, you do that, you do your dresses. So now you have no, no bottoms and you, you take all your dress, dress pictures, whatever. Then if you have multiple bottoms and if possible, layer the two bottoms. So put your leggings on, put your pants on top, and then you could take your pants off and nobody's concerned. (laughs) I totally forgot that. Yes, you are the queen of being like, Oh, no worries. I just have a totally another shirt or like a totally different pair of pants on under these pants and you would never know it. But like, 
well, you would uh, never know. Never yeah. Know. And it, it's incredible. it is so efficient and moves things so much faster. And then you don't have to feel so self-conscious about like, if you, if you don't have like a changing pod or a bathroom or anything like that, just take your pants off. You have leggings. It's wonderful. The other secret I see people do a lot is um, they'll wear like shapewear underneath, which is not so much yeah. about uh, like an aesthetic thing. It's just about the fact that like it's basically a bathing suit. So no matter what else comes off, um, like you're still basically covered to the extent that a bathing suit would cover you. So I guess that's yeah, it's good. totally fair. So I guess like body suits would probably like a tank top body suit would probably be super perfect yes, yeah, for something perfect. like this. So one of the pushbacks I get when I talk to people about, oh, how many outfits are you bringing? You know, um, what's kind of what's their plan, right? They, this can be an overwhelming process for people to try to think through, how am I going to determine, you know, 10, 12 outfits, right? Z, you've, I think you've capped out at like 15 that we've cranked I've out. I've done 15. Yeah. Yeah, 15 with our max. <laughs> Um, but when you're thinking that through at home, right, not even just how you put it in the bag or anything, but like deciding what outfits you want, how do you create a cohesive plan around that? So you're shooting content that you're actually going to want to use when the time comes to post it. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of color palettes and picking a palette for whatever you're doing. Um, the holiday shoot that we did, um, was a lot of, um, blacks and grays with sequins and, a little bit of white with sequins and navy with sequins. And so the sequins really got you and everything else was built around the idea that the sequins are the star. So everything else was a little more toned down, but when you, when you have things that are like in the same idea, then you can actually build on what that is. So you grab all your sequin items. Okay, cool. Well, matching stuff with sequins is easy. You put a little more muted toned down things, but now you have a, a full range of colors in the same family with the sequins. Um, for the capsule wardrobe, that's really simple. You're looking at things that people, like anybody could have in their closets. You're looking at a dark jean. You're looking at a black jean. You're looking at um, a blazer, a leather jacket. Um, so now you have an idea of where your colors can go so you have more classic colors and now what are you going to do you're going to pop with ex accessories so the boots are going to be fun your hat's going to be fun your bag's going to be fun and that stuff is super light to carry around just put it inside of each other so now you don't have to keep adding stuff on top of stuff um so i mean it's really just figuring out what what you want out of it and you build that if that makes sense yeah, no, it definitely, it does. And def that shoot where you capped out at like 15 outfits, you were posting content. I swear to God, I was all over your grid for about two months, right? Two so months, can you months. talk through yeah, the benefits of shooting this many outfits and putting this sort of plan into place and how that then reaps benefit out kind of further than just you got your money's worth with the photographer. There's so much more than just that. There's so much more. There are no negatives to doing this, to, to like batching your content. Um, there's there there's so much that you get out of it. Not only do you get to spend time with wonderful photographers like you, Dylan, but you get to actually enjoy and see your your vision come to light as you're doing it. 
And then you have this full story. Once you get all of the pictures, you see from start to finish a full transition of everything you've done. And now you can basically build a narrative on your platform showing what you did. And to me, I feel like that's so cool to see this is what I was trying to execute. And now I have it for who knows, two, two months was what mine was. Um, and the best part about it is it's so easy. It's so easy. And it takes a lot of the stress off of you. You do it. Okay. So you take two hours out of a weekend and now you have two months worth of content. Okay. Well, next month you can do it again. And now you've covered another two months. And I know people don't love that sometimes because it can look the same, but I personally think that it's something that is so cool. And if, if you're into the idea of the creativeness, you can see how you've built a cohesive story just in one sitting. I'm really glad you said that about being cohesive, actually, because another thing I feel like I sometimes get from people is they're like, well, that's boring, right? It takes the fun out of it. The planning takes the fun out of it. I can't be spontaneous. I can't, you know, create. So can you talk a little bit about how you make sure that you're inserting fun and creativity, even while you still have this plan that is allowing you to batch the content? So I think one of the um, biggest things is creativity comes from the team. So not only is it me bringing outfits to the shoe and my personality and stuff like that, but it's also who you're working with. And I've worked with you more than anybody else. And for me, I feel like you have to have that rapport and then you make it fun and you enjoy doing it. And you both sit down and you think, oh my God, what did we just create this whole thing? And I mean, the places we shot that very first time, we were in a tree house at one point. Like if you find these cool locations, you can totally have so much fun with everything you do. We ended up going back to Longwood Gardens um, with Michael and we had a great time then too. Like you just, you make the best of the situation. And honestly, like we lost, we lost the shoes and we went to a castle kind of thing. And we just had, you just have fun with wherever you're at. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think you can always make a location look different when you're kind of putting your heads together, right? Absolutely. You know, long Longwood Gardens is one example, but there's plenty of places where you walk four steps to the right and something looks different. But if you've shot all that content on the same day in the same lighting, you know, atmosphere with the same photographer, all of a sudden you're going to get all this consistency, right? Even though you'll still have different backgrounds and different outfits. So I yeah. obviously, I totally agree with you um, on that and that the creativity really comes from both the planning and then working together and having that rapport right on location for sure. Right. So before we wrap up, is there anything else content planning wise that you feel like people need to know that I didn't ask you? Um, one thing that I will say is if you have, um, if you like make a list, having a list is always nice. Um, of just like what your your outfits consist of um because that'll like i live off of organized chaos but i know people like to have exactly what they're looking like exactly what the outfits are and if you do that you can act, like if you break it all down you can actually put it in order 
based off of what items you're going to be wearing and everything. So really like if you needed it to be even more broken down, you can do that and then have your list as you go. Um, the other thing is um, props. That is something that you're going to want to make sure you think about ahead of time. Um, for our holiday shoot, we did. Um, I had a Starbucks cup. It was empty. Most of them are just saying. Um, and I think what else did we have for that one? But like, yeah, hats. Oh yeah. We had the wine glass. That's right. Um, so yeah. So if you have your props, use them and do not forget them because it definitely helps to just break the ice and make things a little more fun. It also really helps to sell um, the story too. Definitely. We were shooting new year's Eve content. It was, I think it was like November. So, I mean, yes. we were in kind of the right season, but we really wanted to separate your new year's content from everything else. And the, having that wine glass, it was plastic. Please don't bring glass to a photo show. Yeah, like that will be please very difficult. Don't. <laughs> plastic <laughs> wine glass um, with the sparkles. We were able to really, kind of add that to the mood. And I feel like it really made your, made it pop as like, oh, it's not just like ho-hum holiday, right? It was like, this is New Year's. Like, this is going to be Z's post of like, I'm here, baby, January. I think it was 20, 2020. We didn't know what was coming. I think it was, we had no idea what was going to go down. <laughs> but you're so right about the props. The props really, they feel cheesy, I, I think. And I, I get that vibe. A lot of times when people pull out props from them, but like the most likely they're going to look great in the photo. You'll be able to tell very quickly if the prop has gone from, oh, this is fun to like, okay, we're kind of in like tacky, cheesy, what did you actually yeah. bring territory? Right. You know what I mean? Um, and I will say one last thing on my end is make sure you're comfortable that you're not trying all this stuff out for the first time at your photo shoot. It is so important that you, the more comfortable you feel the better it comes across and it eases your mind. So as long as like try everything on beforehand, because like you're going to be packing it up and you're going to have to put it on on site. So just make sure you're comfortable and you have an idea of what's going on in your body. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And also just want to say that if you don't feel good in what you're wearing, it doesn't matter how good the photographer is, how good the location right. is, right? You won't like those photos. It, it doesn't matter. It could be anybody and it just, it doesn't matter. So please pack clothes you feel good in, try them on, know how they fit, have the right bra or underwear or whatever. All of those little details, I know they can feel annoying, but they make a huge difference in how you feel. And if you feel great, then the photos are going to be great. But if you a don't feel great, difference. yeah, exactly. It just, it does, it comes across and it creates just a, a not so great environment, right? You want to feel your best while yeah. someone's taking your photo and you want to feel like you look great in the photos that you post. So yeah, you're going to have to post it and you're going to want to feel like it's good content for you. So just look good, feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Z, do you want to tell everyone where they potentially can follow you if the Chic Chemist comes back? Do you want to explain what the Chic Chemist is, too? Just give yes, a quick rundown. absolutely. Yeah, so I, um, I am a full-time engineer, so the Chic Chemist really focused on – I was a chemist, so let, I'll say that. That's where the chemist part of it comes. Um, but it's a combination of my love for fashion and my love for science. Um, and so my blog is thechicchemist.com. 
And then I have a Facebook, Instagram, I have a Twitter as well. And it's all the chic chemist. Um, and you, I mean, now you can catch photos of my dog on stories. That's really all I can get to nowadays, but I'm hoping that this blogger on pause comes back by the end of this year. So everyone follow along so that way when Z goes on unpause, hopefully by the end of the year, we can <laughs> keep up with her, see what she's doing, see her beautiful dog and her beautiful husband. They just got married, so congratulations Woo! to you all. Um, and then we can all maybe learn something about science because some of us need it, maybe just me. I don't know. <laughs> but thank you so much, Z, for coming on the podcast. Thank you for being my first client and such a great friend. And it's just been so great to like reminisce with you and get to share all your tips and tricks with everyone. Thank you for having me. This is such an honor. Honestly, what an honor. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Dreamer in the Details. We're so happy to have you with us. You can follow along with us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And if you subscribe, you'll get all the new episodes sent directly to your feed. You can get in touch with me at Dylan in the Details on Instagram or DylanInTheDetails.com, which is my website. I'd love to hear your feedback and we hope to see you again next time.